Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Oh my god. Unbelievable. What is that? Chips? No, celery. You saw it. That's Frank Whaley crunching on the celery over there. Over there. And today's Friday, October 23rd, and this is episode 16 of the fourth season, and there was a presidential debate last night. Frank? Somebody said they get really grossed out when I eat, um, when they hear me eating. Yeah. She said, could you, could you stop doing that, please? I bet she just turned it off. Well. Oh, my God. Now you're, like, smacking your lips. Here's the thing. Oh, no. When I'm eating celery, I'm home. You can't, you can't, you can't mess with me when I'm eating my celery. It's my day, my time of day for celery. Yeah, but you've had all day to eat the celery, and now is the time to be recording a podcast. And let's put the celery down, okay? Because I want to ask you some questions about the debate, which you did not watch. No. Um. So what I did watch was because you were yelling and screaming at the television. I didn't want to. I didn't want. It stresses me, so I didn't want to hear anything. So I put on my headphones. I got my old tablet. I went to the Criterion Channel. For those of you who are, who are familiar with the Criterion Collection, there's the Criterion Channel, which I am a subscriber. And hey, all, you can email Criterion Collection because they're always looking for suggestions on what to put in their collection. How about my films, the four films that I've made, or at least three out of four of them that I like? I'll let you fans decide which one I'm not nuts about. But They should put out the Frank Whaley box set. Yes, they should. And I'm not ashamed to say that I emailed the Criterion email, whoever the guy was, or the Criterion Collection email, and said, how about the films of Frank Whaley? All of them which have been in some regards critically acclaimed, although, you know, if I was a French guy, I don't know why my films haven't been recognized in in this country. Anyway. I said years ago that we should move to France, and then if you were living as like an expat making those same films, they would be praised. Anyway, last night during the debate, I was watching Criterion Channel, and I revisited a film that I had completely forgot how brilliant a film it was. That would be Modern Romance, Albert Brooks. Hysterically funny. My, My dear old friend, God rest him, Bruno Kirby, Catherine Harold, great cast, great movie, Modern Romance. So I, I spent 90 minutes watching, watching uh, Modern Romance. I didn't finish the whole thing. I can't wait to f- finish watching it. Maybe you and I will watch Modern Romance tonight, Heather. You've never seen it. It's a great movie. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were you saying? I was going to say, I did watch the debate last night, and I was curious, knowing that you didn't watch it, what your impression of how it went is. The day after, what you have absorbed through the ether, through the internet, Here's my observation. The first debate, Christie and whoever else was coaching dumbass told him, don't let him get a word in edgewise. Bully him. Interrupt him at every point. It'll throw him off. It'll, get, it'll, it'll leave him rattled. Just keep talking no matter what. And then Trump, the, and probably, he probably took extra steroids that night. And then he looked back and he saw what, you know, even on Fox News, Fox and Friends were saying he fucked up. So I'm assuming last night he tried to hone it in. And, you know, so if he acts halfway normal, everybody says, you know, at least his side says, he's brilliant. He's, he won. You, you hear Megyn Kelly. He was on point. 
Uh, that was not my experience of it. Hey, Megan Kelly, remember when you uh, got your ass tossed for vehemently defending blackface on your shitty show? Wasn't it that she said that Santa Claus is white? Wasn't well, she it? said that too. But on her NBC show, which was garbage, it was a Halloween-themed episode, and she was talking about how she, oh, she missed being able to, you know, have trick-or-treaters dress in blackface. Jesus. She didn't think that was so bad, so she got tossed for that. Remember that, Megyn Kelly? No? Well, we all do. So fuck you, Megyn Kelly. Shut the fuck up. Go to hell. You know what's really interesting? Trump was trying so hard to push this dumb story about Hunter Biden. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, and it's Russian disinformation. And and Joe Biden at one point was like, your friend— and then he was like, oh, I shouldn't do it. I'm going to do it. And he was like, Rudy Giuliani has been a Russian asset for the past 18 months. And uh, that was kind of funny. There were, there were a couple of zingers, I thought. See, I think Biden should do more than that. Biden shouldn't be afraid to do that. Biden, should need, Biden needs to jump in the gutter with him more. But the fact is, Biden's ahead by double digits in some places. I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Anyway, did you hear that there was a guy, I think he, a Dutch man, uh, hacked into Donald Trump's Twitter account? By guessing the password. That's something that our son I and I gonna, used I, to do all the time. We'd I, try to guess it. I thought you were going to talk about that Dutch guy that made his own submarine and invited the journalists on, and then he murdered her and cut her up, and and then he... He escaped from prison. And then he escaped from prison. That guy's a mastermind. He really is. I mean, first of all, to make your own submarine's pretty smart. I don't know why he killed her. Why did he make his own submarine? He's a psycho. Anyway, that's a whole other story. You so, were saying? listen, this guy, Victor Gevers, I'm going to say that. How would you say that if you were Dutch? Victor Gevers? Oh, we have a Dutch listener. Maybe she could, she could send us a little audio clip of herself saying, Victor Gevers, a Dutch security researcher at the GDI Foundation and chair of the Dutch Institute for Vulnerability Disclosure. Says no, that people he, might be offended by that accent you did. I don't think so. Okay. I was. If you're offended, I apologize. I'll never do it again. So he guessed what Trump's password is. We used to do this all the time. I'm going to give you three guesses as to what his password was, and I bet you get it right. Little Dick. No, he's not going to put that as his own password. Oh. Um, Donald Trump. What does he sign in with every day? One, two, three, four. I don't know. No. MAGA 2020 exclamation point. What a dick. I'm going to try it again, and I'm going to try to log in, and I'm just going to put MAGA 2020 question mark or exclamation point, exclamation point. Did he change it? Well, he must have changed it by now because I'm just reading about it on Just Jared. Of course, if somebody did hack into it, but why wouldn't he have posted something? We would say all the time that we were going to post something like, I got a poo, something that would be, there's a poop pooped in my pants. Damn it, pooped in my pants again. Reminds me of when our daughter was really young. She, I was on, I was, my email was open and she emailed my agent at the time. Why don't you love me anymore? Oh my God. (laughs) Send. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) Connecticut man is accused of locking his stepson in a small room for months and torturing him by forcing him to kneel on tacks. And drink hot, hot and drink hot sauce until he vomited. Ah, see, this is what I was talking about. If I was suddenly single, the Connecticut dating scene—you'd end up with a guy like this. What a monster! 
How old is the kid? Um, they don't release his age. How did they find out about it? Or, or his name, because he's a juvenile. Investigators detailed the gruesome abuse. And this is not far from where we live here, Heather. I'm not going to reveal the town. Yeah, don't, don't say it out loud. But, but um, he was being made to kneel on sharp tacks and eat extremely spicy hot peppers. And when he threw up, he was made to ingest the, ingest the vomit. Oh, God. It's not quite as bad as my childhood, but nearly. Oh, my God, this poor kid. Investigators say they found a scar on the boy's face that they later determined to be from a bottle rocket that was held in his mouth. Now, that's fucked up. Come on. Come on. You're going to put a bottle rocket in your stepson's mouth? Did they arrest the parents? Hell yeah. No, they gave him an award. What do you think? What do you think they did? Kevin Grant, 31, and Caitlin Elizabeth Baptiste, 29. And so these are his... They allegedly kept him in a laundry room for four months. A laundry room for four Four months. months. And did he have kids of his own? Were there other kids in the house? I I haven't read his autobiography, Heather. I'm just reading an article. I don't think you've finished reading the article. I think you're reading it A total of five step-siblings lived in the home. There you go. Three of Baptiste, she's the, the wife, and two of Grant's. And those okay. kids didn't say anything, or were they going to school? Ugh. I'll tell you what this is like. This is like the most fucked up version of the Brady Bunch. Like, they got, they got, they got, f- f- here's a story of a man named Grant who made his kid eat his own throw up. Oh doop, doop. Other alleged abuse involved forcing the victim to stand in place for a week, denying him, quote, good, unquote, food served to other members of the family. Imagine that. Alice, why can't I have steak? What did he have against this one kid? Forcing him to sleep in a trailer outside and in the garage. I mean, this is like the, really is like the upside down Brady Bunch. If if Bobby was the guy that just, (laughs) Bobby. Everybody everybody hated Bobby. Yeah, if, if everybody just hated one Imagine Bobby eating his own puke. Oh, my God, this imagine, poor kid. Can you imagine um, Mr. Brady? Now, Bobby, I want you to kneel on those tacks, and here's a cup full of, of the most spicy hot peppers, and you're going to eat them all, Bobby. It's for your own good. Mm. Okay, Dad. <sighs> Grant faces charges of risk of injury to a child, such as second-degree assault, intentional cruelty, disorderly conduct, and re- reckless endangerment. He was released after posting $25,000 bond. Now, why would they let this guy out of prison? I mean, if that guy went to prison, he'd be killed, I think. The woman was released on $10,000 bond. I hope they don't, they don't get their kids back, do they? Following the release, they all went out to dinner at Friendly's. No, it doesn't say that. No, I made that part up. Oh, my up. God. I don't mean to make light of this. It's just, I mean. No, it's you, terrible. You, you, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, really awful. I've been hearing um, lots of stories. Hear I'm looking at the photograph of this guy. He's got those, he's got those big um, earlobe things that people put in their ears sometimes. Look like oh. hubcaps under earlobes, and he's got a big neck I don't tattoo. Like and, you know, chances are he got his ass kicked when he was a kid, too. But so did I. And you don't see me making making our kids stand in the laundry room for, you know, a week. No, and we don't even make our kids do the do the laundry. I do the laundry. Damn um, it. I've what been hearing doing? lots of stories lately about parents who are torturing their kids. I wonder if it's like a thing or if it's just like a thing that's being reported on more. There was a couple uh, somewhere down south 
who tortured their kid by ma- making them uh, jump on a trampoline in the blazing hot sun, and they died. I blame Trump. I blame Trump. I, uh, I've been reading a lot about animal attacks, dogs mauling people. I was reading the other day about a deer that gored a woman, bear attacks. Uh, wait, a deer? Yeah. And where, where did that happen? That was around here. Somebody got gored by a deer? Yeah. Like the animal world is, is, is revolting. And, so, and people, are, people are doing crazy shit to their kids and, because they see Trump keeping people, you know, treating children like, like garbage. I don't know if that's the reason. Maybe that's reaching. Listen to this. So this is the story about this, tra- this trampoline. It says an eight-year-old child had been punished and was not allowed to eat breakfast and was required to jump on the trampoline without stopping for an extended period of time. Further, the investigation revealed that the eight-year-old child was not allowed to drink any water because she was not jumping. It says here, according to authorities, after a search warrant was obtained, the temperature of the trampoline was approximately 110 degrees and the ground temperature was approximately 150 degrees. That has to be wrong. 150 degrees? Where the hell were they? And why was the trampoline? You'd think the trampoline would be hotter than the ground. Where did they live? Mars? Why is it so hot? Jesus. Texas. Odessa, Texas. Was it 150 degrees in Texas? That's alarming. One more reason not to live in Texas. Folks. Damn. Well, Daniel and Ashley Schwartz, they killed their daughter. Well, Daniel and Ashley Schwartz, may you burn in hell on a trampoline with no water. Seriously. That should be, that, that should be Satan should, uh, when, when they, upon their entrance into through the flames of hell gate, Satan should say, right this way, your trampoline awaits. Jump on. And there, there they should have to jump up and down, holding hands, staring at each other for eternity. Oh, my God. These people weren't even her parents. They might have been like foster parents, a foster family. She was, I mean, people, be nice to the kids. Take care of the kids. Plus, look at our freaking government has 524 kids that can't find their parents. I mean, the, what, what a horror. A horror. And last night, here's one thing that Trump said in that debate last night. He said, it's very nice where those kids are. Biden was was challenging him on keeping those kids in cages and not even keeping track of where the parents went. So now 524 pairs of parents have lost their kids and the stinking government doesn't have any way to reunite them, doesn't know where they went. That's kidnapping. Ch- I mean, he talks about child trafficking. That whole QAnon are obsessed with child traffickers. He's a freaking child trafficker. This is, hold on. This is, I mean, we, this is a That's down. That's not funny at all. I mean, I don't, but you brought this, this, art, this, this article the, to share this, with me about. This podcast is in the comedy section. You brought it something about a dead, like a tortured, a tortured kid, a kid being tortured by their parents. That's what you brought. Offered up for the comedy podcast. I thought that was a happy story based on my childhood anyway. I remember one time my, my brother and I, I, I well, my brother, I was, was, was in the middle of the night. My father used to stay up to all hours of the night, smoking and drinking and watching the late show. Yeah, those are good times. And my brother had like a little, I don't know, he got his hands on like a little flashlight. This was in the 70s when things like flashlights were novel. Flashlights and transistor radios. My brother somehow got his hands on a, like a little pen light. And my father would go back and forth 
this little this little hallway, I guess you'd call it, past our. You've been in my house. It's yeah. a ramshackle. Well, one, there's a hallway that goes from like the front room to the kitchen. The whole house is about 300 square feet, and. He'd go back and forth from his chair in the front room, as he called it, to the kitchen. And my brother, every time he walked by, because we didn't have a door on our room. Imagine that. Imagine growing up without a door in your room. I mean, the, the potential for spending time with yourself as a teenage boy is nil. And I think you know what I'm talking about. I do. I do. You have to, you have to get really creative. What would he do with the flashlight? So every time my father went, went by, my, my brother... Like flash the flashlight at my father. I don't know what he why. My and father was some, drinking all night. He must have loved that. My father was not in the mood and at that hour to play games, especially because my father was a, among other things a gambler. And he if he lost, he was pissed off, drunk. Everybody was hiding from him. Except my brother thought it'd be funny to flash him as he walked by with the flashlight. Finally, my father realized what was happening. He came in the room and he made us both get out of our bed. And go sit on the floor of the front room until one of us confessed. I couldn't snitch on my brother because that was the code. But he was going to drag you down with him. And my brother would not confess. Ugh. And I, all I could say was not guilty. My brother said not guilty. And I couldn't say to, say to my father, he's got a flashlight. I don't possess a flashlight. How old were you? I, I was like, I think maybe 12, 13 years old. But I was exhausted. I had to go to school the next day. Oh, man. And I just remember sitting there, like, and every time I, I sort of, like, we had to sit, um, you know, with our legs crossed in front of us. And anytime I, like, tried to put my head, started putting down, my father would poke me in the back with his foot. I had to sit up straight. <laughs> it's like, it All was because like, you had a flashlight? I mean, that's, that's so excessive. Who cares? <laughs> it was just bizarre. I mean, if you could talk to your dad right now, would you, would you say, would you... I mean, it's hard because he's been gone for a long time. But would you be like, you know, why'd you do that? Why were you so hard? Or would you not bring it up? I don't think I'd bring that up. I mean, that's ancient history, and I'm sure he wouldn't remember it, having been... I just mean like the abuse. Because it, it was, was, you know, many, many years before he died, and, and he's been dead for a long time, so I'm not sure how good his memory is going to be. But I'd probably say to him... I'd probably just have a conversation with him. I wouldn't ask him about anything because I don't know how, how long do I have with the old man? I mean, he's been dead since well, 1991. Well, say you're going to spend like a week with him. At some point, you would come around to talking about the misery of your childhood. Yeah. But when I talk about that with my mother, she, she denies it. I don't, I don't think my father would. It's hard to say. It's been a long time. But anyway, you know, I'm sure people have, a, I mean, you know, he didn't make me kneel. He never made me kneel on thumbtacks or yeah, whatever. you didn't tax. have to eat your own vomit. No. Jesus Christ. Hey, listen, um, if those kids are listening, they probably don't listen to this podcast, but if they do, there is a, a wonderful world out there for you. And you hang in there. Listen to you, Heather. You're, you're becoming like Benet Brown. Brene. What did I say? Benet. I didn't say Benet. I said Brene. You said Benet Brown. Play it back. I said Brene. You're becoming like Benet Brown, Benet Brown, Benet Brown, Benet, 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 Benet Brown. Anyway, you're, you're becoming a spiritual healer to people. Well, that, people, need, people need all kinds of spiritual heal, healers these days. I think people need to get on with their weekend. Yeah, th I do. Well, let's, uh, let's say uh, 
Thanks again for listening, everyone. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of uh, letters, and we've gotten a lot of people reaching out to us on social media. I want to say thank you for that. We got we, next. We've got to get into some of our our correspondence. We have a whole we have a whole backlog of correspondence from yeah. people. Our, our, we're happy to say that our listenership is growing. It, something it I never thought indeed. would happen. It's really nice. So tell your friends. Tell and them to d- like and subscribe. And also leave reviews and thoughts on the. Uh, on the pod, they do that on the um, on the on the podcast page, right, Heather? Is that where they would do that? Where would they- uh, yeah, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can you can review it. And yeah, don't give me bad reviews, though. No, you don't know. do that. Yeah, don't don't you know? You can give Heather a bad review, but don't give me a bad review. He so you can't can say Heather. It. He's too sensitive. Yeah, so I'm I'm really sensitive. You, I'm a snowflake. You can say Heather sucks, but I love Frank. That's fine. That's fine. And if if you reach out to us on social media and we don't respond or through a letter and we don't get to it, it's nothing personal. We just have a lot of lot of stuff. I don't always check my DMs. On, well, we're going to get to a lot of these correspondence. On the socials. Because there's some, some people have been sending some interesting uh, thoughts and letters yeah. and questions. So we got to get there's to some that. juicy stuff on we've there. Been, we've been talking too much about um, horrifying child yeah, abuse. Let's, we're going to lay off the child torture, I think, in the future. Lay off the child torture in the future. I like that song. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta work on that song.